Hello and welcome to the War Report. I'm your host Cyrus, joined by Quan. This is the show where we talk about NXT and AEW. It is Shark Week. Do you check out Shark Week at all? Um, I haven't watched Shark Week content in a while. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest with you. Sharks mm-hmm. over overrated animal. Overrated. Okay. Keep going. Keep um, I I think I think Jaws was a lot of propaganda for sharks, but I don't think they've really done anything spectacular since Jaws, and that was what the seventies. I think Wait, um, you don't, you don't like Sharknado. You know what? I think I saw the first one. I, I think I low key did see the you first like Shark- one too. You don't like Sharknado, Shark- bro? Sharknado was all right. I, I give him that, but you know, other besides that, <laughs> sharks don't do you shit. Don't, you know what I mean? They're not interesting. You don't think shark? You don't think sharks deserve their own week, bro? No, no, we're past that. There's so many more interesting animals. What animal would you prefer to give a a, a week, dedicate a week to? I don't know. Um, Elephants. I want to know what made that elephant stop that lady. You know what I mean? They can have a whole whole docu-series about that. Low-key. There's so Uh, many things. About how elephants elephants literally never forget? Yeah. No, that shit was crazy. They did, they did, uh, Oh yeah, I don't know what that lady did, and somebody in her, you know, her camp, they need to confess. <laughs> yeah, whatever, no whatever way, happened. No way that person was innocent. Those elephants know <laughs> something, bro. It absolutely, I'm 99 sure whatever she did, she deserved it. There's no way elephant gonna spin the block. Yeah, ain't, yeah, ain't no fucking way, bro. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, ele- elephants. Uh, the pettiest animal, bruh. Um, yeah, it is Shark Week. I don't check out Shark Week content either. I don't really care for Shark Week. Um, what is it? Uh, yeah, it's just Jaws is cool. Sharknado's fun. Uh, I don't have anything against sharks like, yo, weird ass. But um, <laughs> Shark Week is definitely uh, not for me. <laughs> you know what? I do owe AEW an apology. I was misinformed. I was I was wondering why they would have a shark cage during a um, barbed mm-hmm. wire match. However, it was cross promotion. I apologize, Tony Khan. I apologize, TNT. You know what? Yes, <laughs> it, it was it was a very smart, very good uh, synergy. Yeah, very uh, clever. between Discovery and Warner, but huh, the match itself, <laughs> the content itself. That's a different story. Uh, uh, yikes. But um, yeah, man. Uh, how's the week been going? You know, a little bit of banter before uh in the trenches. A little bit of bants. Um, it's been I got my car back. I didn't get to talk about it last week. My car, the damn exhaust fell off, so I had to go get that replaced. So, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just happy to have the car back, man. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it was it was it was just, you know, it was expensive. I don't know. I was just driving one day. And the whole joint just like fell off. I heard it scraping across the across the road. So I had to like I was like down the street from my house too. So I had to like low key like just drive like five miles an hour just kind of get to get it, you know, somewhere <laughs> to park it. Yeah, I, I was. It was so embarrassing. Everybody looking at my car. Oh, it was the worst. Yeah, it was just you know I, my Camry. Okay. Uh, that's good <laughs> that you got uh, you got your car back. But something I want to address. Something oh. very important I wanted to address is oh, no. Ticketgate. Yeah, the, yeah. The RNC, the the Revenge Tour Ticketgate. 
Yeah, you know what? Let's talk about that. That that, that bag gate. Maybe you know what? Maybe I did crush that bag up. You know, I can admit you, it. You were excited. Me, as soon as I got my shirt, I said, "Yeah, that's cool." The bag, swish. <laughs> my bad, bruh. My fault. I wasn't trying to blame nobody. I was just saying when I uh when I hit the uh you know the shimmy, I put the bag upside down and shook the motherfucker. Nothing came out. <laughs> and so I hit the crumble, Kobe. My bad. I'll be, I'll be honest. I might I might have thrown mine away if I had one. <laughs> I, I did. I definitely did not. I wasn't expecting anything more than the shirt. I, I didn't know there was, there was <laughs> yeah, other parts expecting. to it. I yeah. wasn't prepared for that. So. My bad, bruh. Y'all just gonna have to sneak me in through the back. I'm the DJ. Let me let me through, bruh. <laughs> what what um, and what is Cyrus playing on, on the turntable if you were DJing an event? Uh it depends on the event. Um if, if this was the if they put the RNCA show cookout 2022, what, what are you playing? Nigga, we playing that new Drake. Okay. All right. We playing that uh, we playing that. We playing that new Drake. Um, I probably play like a lot of kind of like not rap music because I feel like somebody else is. Oh, assuming they're different, they're different sets. Yeah, like, that's true. Because like I know that somebody's gonna play Thug, somebody's gonna yeah. play Future. You, you know, you know what? Baby. Yeah, you, you know. know, like n- niggas is gonna play Top Forty. You know. The best rap, like the best rappers out, you know, we're gonna have the free YSL uh mix going on. So yeah. I'm gonna let somebody else do that. I'm coming in with the uh, you know, ties that binds, which is I think uh my favorite track on the album. Um, I'll probably play like a lot of Drake and probably switch it up, uh, play some Pink Panthers. I know that, I was uh, just gonna say Pink Panthers. You already know, you already know Pink Panthers is gonna get played. Um there's this one Kodak Black song that's been going around on TikTok and I kind of enjoy it. It's called Shake Back. I like that song a lot. I've never heard, heard that um, I like that song a lot. <laughs> Kodak, he, Kodak um, got some joints, man. I, I'm not like an avid Kodak Black listener, but there's a couple yeah, songs from I, I fuck with. This is probably the only, that is probably the only Kodak Black song that I like searched up on Apple Music and hit play. You like went out of your way to go listen to it? Yeah. Um, and then I'll probably cap it off or just like uh, I'll probably play Dua Lipa for Shits and Giggles, but um, for the, the Shits and Giggles picks is for sure going to be uh, Dua Lipa. I'm going to play Machine Gun Kelly. Um, <laughs> the one, the Machine Gun Kelly song that was on Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I don't uh, know what that is. I don't want to hear it. Whatever it is. That shit hard. You sleep. <laughs> um, and then I've been playing a lot of Lil Wayne, so I'll probably throw that into. Um, little little uh, I don't know. I never gave Little Wayne that like dedicated listen to when I finally yeah. like got into like streaming services or anything like that. So it's just like it's just nice to go like go so, back and wait, listen to them shit. So you you weren't really like a Wayne a Wayne guy coming up? I no I like I definitely listened to Little Wayne when it was like on the radio, you know, on TV. But like when yeah. I got Spotify or when I got Apple Music, I never went out of my way to like go play the Carter. Okay. So now now that I'm like revisiting it, it's like it's fun. Like I would say like I revisited like 50 stuff, like the massacre, of course, uh 
what is it? Uh, I, I revisit like a lot of G Unit shit, and I was just like, I never really went back. How old or, were you? In you two, know, how old were you in two thousand three? Shit, old enough to know that go DJ go fucking hard, man. Yeah, go DJ <laughs> Fireman. <laughs> um, my uh, hustling music. When I was, uh, I find I went back into that and I listened to that song and I love hustling music. I rem- like it's it's by far my favorite Little Wayne song. Like that is like my top mm. number one. Um, I remember seeing that video for the first time. <laughs> like I don't even have to see the video anymore. I just like rem- I remember it perfectly. Yeah. In my like in my mind, the fucking uh the uh, what is it the train going by the purple babe. Yeah, I was uh, had the purple babe joint. I'm just gonna say that the biggest pants I ever seen in my fucking <laughs> life. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. Have you heard like honestly, the dedication? Like have you heard like the dedication stuff? Like dedication to? No. Honestly, I, gotta, I think um, I gotta I gotta send you dedication, dedication to, bro. Dedication. And, uh, what is it? What was the dedication that came out that had Lil B on it? That's when I was like, that was, was that like, was three. That was so, that was sorry for the wait too. The one that had the Lil B grocery uh grocery party joint. Yeah, that that was sorry for the wait too. Oh, okay. I believe. I feel like I'm that's not mistaken. right. But we're not gonna say yeah, that. Yeah, no, that's sorry for the wait. That wasn't dedication. Um, no, I I wish uh I didn't have LimeWire, at least in my yeah. house. Um my cousins had LimeWire. <laughs> yeah. Well so, what uh, well, well po- post post uh LimeWire with it was rapid rapid share and mega upload for me. When, mm-hmm. on, when oh, I missed that I missed that era so much and stay when, when I uh when I had a computer that could actually like download music and stuff like that, that's when, Oh God, we're going to cut this real short. Cause I hate talking about this era, but that was the blog era. Blogger. I love the blog era. Blogger. Is that's enough. That is enough. <laughs> that's enough. That's Stop a special right time of my life. Stop right there. Don't the final, hear it. finally famous mixtape volume one. That got me through college. Let me tell you right no now. More. No while lay more about nothing. No. Cushion orange juice, Come no on, more. Man. Come on now, that's enough. You were um, outside, that's You said, yeah, I wasn't outside. I was in fucking <laughs> middle school. <laughs> <laughs> I was in fucking like seventh, eighth grade, bro. So that era is not uh, that beloved by me. But I, uh, I still have a lot of uh, like mixtapes around that time. Um, but it, it is not the. That's the last time I was cool uh era you feel me um i don't have no southwest by southwest memories i, uh, uh, I should have uh, went during that then go go going to the uh what is it go going to the club and getting uh rung up getting my jeans rung up by a rapper like nah it ain't happening for me <laughs> I, used to, I used to wear a cardigan to the club that's a, that's, a, that's a nasty that's a nasty fit for the club yeah uh i hope y'all see heaven <laughs> Carter's in the, the suit and tie era. I hope y'all, I hope y'all yeah. make it up there, bro. I, I remember I had a pair of uh, Creative Rex. You remember Creative Rex, dog? No. Oh, oh my goodness. Come on, man. I was wearing school <laughs> uniform, bro. No. Like I was in middle. When, when you I get it, when you middle school, when you get a chance, Google <laughs> Google Creative Recreation just just to see what that's about. Because if, if uh, you was coming up, if you was coming up during that era, you know what I'm talking about, but. <laughs> I think uh I think fashion wise, I think uh before we get into in the trends, this is the last thing I'm gonna say. Um I used to get a lot of music 
from karmaloop.com. And I will never forget going on karmaloop.com to go find some music. And I kept seeing the fucking Hennessy SB dunks on the banner mm. of their website. And mm-hmm. I said, I ain't, I ain't know they made no shit like this. That was, <laughs> that was the first time I saw a night, uh, a Nike collab sneaker. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was definitely a karma loop guy. Big karma loop guy. Missed that era too. All um, karma, karma loop. And I, I don't know. I think it's a website in my mind, but I don't think it exists anymore. It's called college music all day. That sounds like some shit that would have been out back then. It, it, it was just like a hub of just a whole bunch of sorts of shit. Yeah. And, um, I I downloaded a lot, uh, a lot of it, and and I actually got to work with some of those artists, which is like actually fun. Oh, nice. Um, But let's get to indie's trenches, man. That is enough music talk. Um, We got an update on the Omega Man. Pfeiffer reported that um, Kenny Omega is planning to return. Basically, kind of missing the due date for oh, excuse me, missing the due date for um, Forbidden Door. They were planning on doing that, um, but you know, you just had to miss out on it. Uh, they had to miss out on it, and they had like a long-term plan for a trios program. I think we know what it is. I feel like it's going to be that undisputed uh, elite. Um, uh, the elite bullshit, whatever that's been fantasy booked. Um, I think that part is a little weird because did we did they really need a tag title run in that meantime? I I don't know. I guess they needed something to do. Um, Bucks are weird because you probably could keep them off TV. Just you know, have them come out like more special occasion type wrestlers, which they do sometimes. Can- I don't know. But yeah, you that, can that, keep that, them that off right. TV, yeah, because they're not beloved. <laughs> that too, but just like that title rate, it didn't really like get anybody over. They didn't even get like pinned to lose it. So it's yeah, I guess it really was a really weird title reign. Also, the thing with that mm-hmm. is that like if Kenny comes back, he's not gonna work with heels. I mean, like, unless they turn the young bucks face, but they're I'm just kind of concerned. They're turning face. I'm just concerned, like. Will it work? I guess if you just put them with Kenny, it'll work for that crowd. But it's going to be, what I, I think it'll be kind of weird. Uh, what I will always say about the AEW crowd, they play along accordingly sometimes. That's what I'm saying. So I think they can just, they'll just accept it. Because you say, because uh, I also heard on the show as well, like you guys are worried about the Bucks and Kenny Omega being heels, I mean, or like being baby faces. But think about it on the other side. Do you really see Adam Cole and them being the baby faces in this? Oh, I'm. You know, I'm. You know, I'm thinking because I'm thinking about uh, them versus FTR. I'm because in my mind, I'm still thinking Young Bucks versus FTR. It's which the, it, it's not FTR. I don't. You're think right. It's if, it's undisp- if it's if it's undisputed, we don't. But the problem with undisputed is that we don't know when all three of them are going to be healthy at the same time. We have no. We have no timetable for Adam Cole. We don't have any timetable for we we barely know anything about what's going on with Kyle and Bobby really just know that they're banged up. So who knows when they come I back? I think that I think that's fine, and I think that buys Kenny Omega a little more time. I don't. But my thing, like, but my thing is, I think Kenny's coming back soon, and they need him on thing, TV soon, like ASAP. My but my thing is, is that excuse me, 
AEW doesn't like need Kenny Omega right now. They need a better structured show because if they have a better structured show, you won't really notice that a lot of these guys are gone. No, if they you give, notice. If you give Moxley a program right now instead of him just having random tag matches and running through random dudes, the need for Kenny Omega goes out the fucking window. You know, I'm not really <laughs> sure. The, th- the thing with Moxley is like, I feel like they're afraid to put any adversity on him because they want him to have that really strong record and like they don't want him to lose anything. So they kind of put him in bullshit. I also don't think they really know what to do because it was kind of just thrown on, you know, due to, you know, so- something that's out of their hands. It, but, it, but I feel like you can still have some semblance of like a I agree. feud something because. Yeah. Excuse me. You can have something that goes longer than two weeks, which is something that they haven't even entertained yet for Moxley's title reign so far. And oh, sorry, drop something. Like it just doesn't make sense. Like I feel like House of Black, you could have like. Yeah, he went in a battle royale, whatever. Brody King wasn't, like, our ideal pick or whatever. But you could at least got a good, like, from the time that that battle royale happened to, like, now, that could have been all Brody King and House of Black versus Moxley and uh, Wheeler Yuta. Mm-hmm. But instead, we got, you know, that match relatively quickly – uh, we got the uh, we got the Takeshi match, then we got the um, these uh, meaningless tag matches and everything else in between. But I really feel like the the, the Brody King thing could have lasted a little longer. They could have made him look a little better, and then they moved on quick. And then you know now he's like fighting Moxley or whatever. But like back to the Kenny Omega return, I don't necessarily feel like he is like needed because Kenny Omega isn't really a star. I mean, I, I was talking to my friend about this. I feel like he's probably on the same kind of level as Adam Cole as, as you know, as far as star mm-hmm. power. So I say, at least if you don't have Adam Cole, at least have Kenny Omega on the show. Cause they like outside of Jericho and, that's about and, and and Moxley. They don't really have anybody really noteworthy at this point. They need at least one more. I, they, I, I I will agree with you there. And then this is just you know, I'm gonna say and it'd be like, well, yeah, that's the obvious answer. But this is the time where you kind of build some guys. Don't, don't you think you want to like build something? Like, well, I, guys, I'll, I'll give them credit. They are they are they they've given uh Brody Brody King. They gave him, yeah. You know, they gave, uh, gave him. They, they gave him. They gave him a little shine. So I'll give him that. But that shine could have been done with Moxley, and then you know Moxley wouldn't have to be doing some bullshit tag match from a feud that ended like damn near three months ago. You feel yeah. me? Like yeah, yeah. yeah no, like, I, I was going to get into that about what the what was the point of that tag match? What like what did it accomplish? For nothing. Anybody. <laughs> it was just like there was nothing for Moxley <laughs> it, to it do. It was just they a match to have a match. Yeah, it was really weird. But like you know, it is what it is. 
Um, moving on. Jay Cargill deactivates her Twitter. Um, Slow news week. Slow news week. Sure. Sean Ross, uh, Sean Ross, uh, from FIFO tweeted, uh, tweeted something about, um, Jay having, you know, soon, uh, her undefeated streak is soon to be rivaling the days of like Goldberg and, you know, um, what is it? Goldberg is like 500 days or something. And like Jay Cargill is like sneaking up on something like that. Yeah, it's close. Some, some weird number. And then. He threw that grenade on the TL. It was just like, I'm muting this. <laughs> I'm out of here. And uh, that backlash, you know, sort of bounced back on Jade, you know. Uh, I can't say that, you know, they set Jade up for that for no fucking reason. Like, it could have just been that, you know, Jade is like accomplished, like you know, is accomplishing something like relatively yeah. big. Like it hasn't been done in AEW, but it had to be in spite of like something else. And then since he decided he's just gonna mute it, I'm just gonna walk away. Um thinking that you know shit was gonna be straight. I definitely think that uh I definitely think that tweet was a a big catalyst of like whatever hate Jade was getting that day because I'm I'm sure literally nothing was going on in her day and then he like tweeted that yeah you know it was one of those situations where he clearly tried to shit on goldberg and you know anything wwe related you know, he was and trolling a, and then yeah he was trolling and then you know it became a discourse like everything kind of does in you know the, the wrestling yeah. internet community <laughs> and yeah man i mean the thing the thing though is is that i don't like this i think people if you get a dish it out on twitter you gotta take it on Twitter too. And Jade not want Jade isn't you know not one to shy you know come at people on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I feel like you gotta you kind of gotta take it. You know what I mean? If you go dish it out, you can't run away once you once it's on you. However, unless it was some wild like you know racist well, bullshit or whatever, that's different. But like if, if they're just you know clouding you or whatever, you know what I mean? You you I dish think, it out. I think is because that she did not poke the bear. That's fair. Therefore, she is not ready for the bear to like be, you know, to run no, up I, on her. Yeah, like, I didn't see that so, in real time, so I don't, I don't know what anything about what happened. It's just uh, shit. I honestly didn't even notice. I was just like, well, you know, this is not the first time she deactivated Twitter. Yeah, I don't care. I just put it. it I just put it, it in is. there for the for the you know, Goldberg <laughs> discussion. I also don't, I also don't know why you would compare those two um, streaks. They're the two completely different streaks. Uh, Goldberg first know, of all, Goldberg you know, wrestled more. You, <laughs> you know why they decided to go with Goldberg? Because they would have got the ass cooked if they use Oscar as an example. Oh my God! Could you imagine? That's what that's what it really is. They yeah. went with the safe pick. If they would have went that Jade is like rivaling Oscar in their in their undefeated streak, that's where you yeah. really get your ass cooked. That's when Oscar fan two two three seven nine one send you a wild DM. A wild yeah. DM. Uh huh. <laughs> That's that real shit right Yo, there. That's what's the, the smoke he ran away from. What's up with you know what? We gotta talk about Oscar's fan base one day. Cause I know we talk about um the crew and how they get down on Twitter. Oscar's fan base, I don't know if it's just one fan my or fan, my, like a legion my, of fan, but they are that, uh, you on see, something other stuff. I think I think Oscar fan is one person. I think so too. But, but what if the like crew a gang is a militia? Crew is riding. Crew is a militia. So uh Oscar fan. 
is definitely something different. And you know what? I can, the crew, they're not in my IG mentions or like my IG, uh, you know, in my request, trying to DM me some bullshit. So shout out to the crew for being stable in that remark. They're going to be at your house. You know, how the, you know how the crew get down. They, they know they got they already docked you, bro. It's a wrap. <laughs> they, heard, they heard what you said. A whole a whole bunch of uh, what is it? Like seventeen year old girls and uh, <laughs> and grown men. <laughs> I, I want to say I was just gonna say that. <laughs> it, it's gonna I'm be a, it's gonna be a weird mix. Um, Sasha, but not that that was a. Uh, that was a weird thing. I don't know. I didn't really uh, like that. Like, I'm pretty sure Jay was just having a, a really regular ass day. And, you know, she just happens. So it is what it is. Next, we got Claudio Casanoli talking about joining AEW. Um, Want me to read the quote? Yeah, please. <clears throat> I had been following AEW for a while, Clark Castanoli said. And when it came time for us to kind of take a step back and look, I felt that I was better fit for at AEW. There was a lot more for me to do at AEW when it comes to challenges, when it came to people I want to work with. There are just so many people there that I haven't wrestled either at all or in a very long time. So I was kind of like, that's what I want to do. That's all. That's what I'll have fun doing. Um, Honestly. Yeah, no. Get your get your money, man. I I, I you, see the you vision. You know what it is. Man. You know what I mean. The, on, the, the bag you know came is, in. Man. The bag came in. Vince didn't want to get. Vince didn't want to pay you because he had exactly. you know, to pay for w- other stuff. So, <laughs> you know what I mean. He had he had other stuff to pay for. More important things, bigger priorities. So therefore, you, you know what I mean. You had to take the cut. You had to take one for the team. If you're the real, you know what I mean. If you're a real company man, clearly you're not. But no, I'm just playing around. But um. Yeah, man. No, well, he's he's half right of that, half, of, half of that was planned, but also it's true. Like WWE <laughs> wasn't willing to like WWE wasn't willing to like open up the bag. So like, let me go yeah. where they are. That's it. That, that's every. I feel like that's also, every wrestler right now. But also on top of that, he really did kind of outside of winning the world championship, he did everything he really was gonna do in WWE. So I don't really fault him mm-hmm. for like want to go somewhere else and wrestle with other people. I that's why I didn't fault when Brian said the same thing. He's like, look, you, I did everything over see, there. When you're honest, yeah, keep it. A stack, that's that man. good shit. That's that good shit. Keep it a stack. Instead, yeah, instead, yeah. instead of being, you know, oh man, I'm gonna prove they're wrong, or you know, huh? I'm gonna show, I'm gonna show the world what I'm made of. He's just like, there's gonna be a, there's a new landscape out there. Yeah, let's try this. Let's try this out. I, I can't so, even. Fault yeah, him. fuck it. Um, but yeah, we'll see what he does. Um, he is going to beat the shit out of uh, what is it, Gresham? At the R weight show, Bro, so I'm just thinking about that side disparity between Jonathan Gresham and Claudio, who might be the biggest guy in AEW at this point, besides Adam. Yeah, <laughs> and Gresham probably what like five four. Gresham is gonna be up to his goddamn abdomen. <laughs> uh, so it is what it is. Um, what is it? Is it uh, Death Before Dishonor is this weekend or next? It's this Saturday. Um, I'll be looking for. I would be looking forward to gifts and highlights of the show. I'll check. I'll check it out. I actually like the card. Um, I'm probably just gonna go to sleep when I come home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna go to sleep. I'm not gonna watch um, a lot. It's it definitely like a Sunday viewing, especially if it's too hot outside. Mm-hmm. I'm just get my ass right in the AC. I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. I'll check it out. Uh, AQA 
is going to be taking a hiatus from wrestling for a little bit. Um, if you don't remember who AQA is, she was Zeta Ramira, uh, Ramirez, or was it Ramirez? Zeta Ramirez. Zeta Ramirez. I don't know. She was in NXT. She was in NXT for like two months. I don't remember. I think it was Zeta. Yeah. Zeta Ramirez. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, oh no! I accidentally deleted the quote. All right, it's back. Uh, yeah. So. Um, AQA said that she's going to be taking uh, taking some time away from wrestling for a little bit. Um, the business has been taking a toll on her body and mind. Um, and then the quote is, for the past few years, both, ment- uh, both mentally and physically, I haven't been in a great place with wrestling. And silly me uh, kept pushing through it because uh, I didn't want to be seen as weak. But only sucks the fun out of every opportunity I ever had. So, uh, that's fine. That's fair. You know, take care of yourself. Take care of everybody. Uh, last time I seen something like this, um, it was with Killer Kelly. Um, after I believe she just had like a like a long indie like circuit run where she was just like yeah. doing a whole bunch of stuff man. for like two months. Uh, and I believe after Bloodsport, she was just like, yeah, I'm gonna take some time off. Like you know, um, yeah. I believe she. She was like, uh, she just like showed it. She was just like bruised up and shit like that. And she was yeah. just like, yeah, I'm just going to take some time off. Um, so yeah, nothing really crazy here. Hopefully we see her back soon. Hopefully she is actually on Dynamite when she returns. Um, oh no, she was, she was, she was a dark all-star. Um, <laughs> I don't mean that in a way like, <laughs> like hey, a negative man. connotation. I'm just saying she was on dark. Oh no, you did. <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't that was a negative. No, I like AQA. Um, she's young. She's 25. So hopefully she, she gives it another shot. When I thought about this, I thought actually thought about um Tony Storm. You know, because she kind of had the same answer. I guess her, in her situation, maybe just the pressures of and the road life of WWE. I don't know what AQA's kind of you know indie indie dates are looking like. If she's doing other mm-hmm. shows outside of Dark, but yeah, man, you know, of course, as we always. Like we always say, you know, mental health is most important in these situations, especially in such a strenuous environment and a strenuous job. If, you're, if your mind's not in it, then your body, you know, you're putting yourself mm-hmm. at better risk for physical harm as well. So, yeah, I just hope she gets everything good and going. Um, and even if she doesn't want to do wrestling anymore, at least she did it. She got to live her dream. She was in WWE. She was in AEW. She was in the two major promotions before 20, you know, before 30. You got it. You got to applaud that. So, um AQA, whatever you do in your future endeavors, we're going to support it over here. And, you know, we just hope you're doing good. And that's it, really, man. I think that was, you know, a very important thing to do for yourself. Yeah. Um, You know, get well soon. Uh, Take as much time as you need. With that said, let's get into Fire Fest Week 2. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, Fighter Fest Week Dos. We start off the show with Darby Allen versus Brody King. When did this feud start? 
Um. Oh, in the battle royale, in the battle royale. Um, you know when they had when it was the finals between those two, and then they just kind of been added. I know Brody, Brody, Brody King, and Darby had that little uh, vignette in the mall wherever they were at that store. Mm-hmm. And then on and then on Friday on Rampage, I believe House of Black had a match against who the hell did they wrestle. I don't, they wrestled. They had a tag match, and after the match, like Darby like popped off this like jumped off the stage, attacked them, and then Sting. And um, Malachi had that stare down uh-huh. on, to, on Rampage. So they've been feeding for maybe a couple, week, couple weeks now. Okay. I, I, w- I was just really wondering when uh, he got powerbombed through that table and when the hell was that? But doesn't matter. Um, so the match, it's cool. Whatever. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not a really big fan of Darby Allen, but I thought uh, Brody King did some cool shit. That's all I got, really. Yeah, um, this match, I, you know what? I might be turning around on Brody King. I might be. I'm I'm like slowly, I'm still kind of on the air. Eh, I don't know yet. But I can see mm-hmm. the I can see the vision. I can I can almost see it. Um Darby sold his ass off per usual, like he usually does. Um I like the spot where just like Brody like picked him up off the ground and threw him around. It reminded me of the spot that Brock did on uh, Seth that SummerSlam that year when he like had him by the bandages and threw him. Uh, yeah, uh, I like that spot. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a it was a fine match. It was, it was probably the better match of the night, I think. At least it had my ad- attention the most. Mm-hmm. Um, well, shit, it was a match. I can't I can't really say that for most of the, uh, most of the matches on this card. Um, but yeah, um, the post match angle. Shit, they just beat the fuck out of Darby again. Um, <laughs> and then Sting comes out. And then, you know, if you've seen AEW before, you've seen the segment before. Yeah. Um, like, interchangeable. <laughs> yeah, then they kind of beat up Sting. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. So we'll see. I guess um, they're going to, I guess they're teasing the um, tag match. At, oh, damn, they're going to do this at all out. That's a long time away. <laughs> Nigga, this shit going this shit going up oh, on my rampage. <clears throat> oh my god. When is all out? I don't know, but this shit's definitely happening on rampage. <laughs> I, I don't think this is a big deal. It's happening on rampage. Yeah, but you think you're gonna do a sting match on air on rampage? Yes. Okay, it's September. 4th. What when has when has AEW really held back on anything, bro? Has Sting done a match on Rampage before? He might have already. He might have done one. Oh yeah, definitely for sure. Um yeah. Uh, that's about it. Nothing uh, much to say about that one here. Um, we have John Moxley, Wheeler Yuta versus the best friends. Um, I'll let you start with this one. Now, this is a match that <laughs> would just a match. I, I, I was watching this match just thinking, like, why is this match happening? I'm it not even like the match was bad, it was just like, what is this doing for anybody? So, while I'm watching the match, I'm assuming. Some kind of angle at the end of it, maybe, or like a some kind of turn, anything, and then just kind of nothing. It was just the match was over. Um, I, Orange Cassidy was upset because obviously the story they were telling was like they're mad at Wheeler for leaving, and you know they taught him but what, every but wasn't they taught him everything told, he knows. But wasn't that story what? told when he joined them? Like, why are we like nah, coming not, back? Not to really. This? The, we never really got like best friend side of it. They were just kind of like. Well, 
at first, Trent was just like, man, I don't really like your ass. And he was you, on that album that day. And then you gonna leave us to join the uh, Blackpool Combat Club? Fuck you! And then uh, Trent got his ass beat by Danielson. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, true. I don't know. It was, it just felt this match felt it really just felt like we need to get Moxley on the show, and we really don't know what to do with them. Like like we were saying earlier. Oh, yeah, the match. Um, the, the, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, it just it was just a match that happened. There's really not much to say about it. The match was fine. But mm-hmm. other than that, I don't really know where Moxley goes from here. He's just kind of in limbo. Um, I hope we find him an opponent soon. Mm-hmm. Like, by ne- like by next week, you know, so we have some kind of. What's he gonna? Because if this is the um, case, what is he gonna do till September? Unless Punk's coming back in the coming weeks, I'm so saying, we can get just there. Give this, just give this nigga a feud already, bro. Next week, also, they got to give him something long term. Yeah, to like, not like I need Moxley needs to be in his pay per view feud. Next yeah, week we're, needs we're, to be the start of that. Yeah, you're right. Cause you know what? Next week is what the 27th. So yeah, we're already a month away for the show starts. So yeah, yeah like, you might be right. I, I know they wanted to show some restraint, uh, you know, not which is like whatever. Um, TV time is very precious to be doing bullshit, but um. You know, it's fighter it's fighter fest week two. I think it. You know, I could see them being like, "Oh no, it's kind of weird to just like start something new at like you know, week two of this like stretch thing." But like, whatever, Who cares. Um, something I wanted to point out is that two things is that I am very tired of William Regal on commentary. Yeah, it it's, it's it's unnecessary at this point. We don't. I mean, I don't hate it, but like. I, I can see where you're coming from. Last, what is it? I think it was like last week or a few weeks ago when it was a five-man booth up there. Get the fuck off the table, bro. Like, not needed. Especially if you're just going to be playing Taz's part. And then they were stepping on each other's shoes. Shut the fuck up. Get the fuck off, get the fuck off there, bro. Um, yeah. And then, like, the second thing was, the reason why I really say that I'm, like, really tired of Regal on there is because during this match, you know, we kind of went through the story already. Commentary has like nothing for this match. Like it's they don't know what the, they don't they don't know what the fuck to talk about. It's just they the just match is happening. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they need to stop that shit. Um, yeah, it literally just, just but yeah, that's just happening. Um, Christian Cage, Luchasaurus versus uh, Varsity Blondes. I am so glad that this was a squash. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't. I wasn't expecting the match to be anything. I'm more want to talk about the post match. I'm a little mm-hmm. confused. I'm a little confused in the post match. Uh, Drewski hands, whatever. Tony Khan booked it. It's right. whatever. I'm gonna give it till next week. But if that was just a swerve for just just a swerve, a swerve, what are we doing? <laughs> what was the point of turning oh. Luchasaurus and then him just like turning back to Jungle Boy? I, I'm gonna give it a week, but that was really weird. It was very stupid. But at first, I was just like, you know, when that whole thing happened. So, what is it? Jungle Boy has been gone for like three weeks. Yeah, something like that. So, week one, you have, uh, week one, you have Luchasaurus being like, you hurt my friend. Then Christian just being like, come on, man, fuck that nigga. Uh, (laughs) Week two, you get the debut of him. Nothing really happens. 
uh, I think uh, what is it? They they beat up Matt Hardy. That's not a heel. Uh, that's not a heel thing in my eyes. Um, <laughs> and then next week he just beats up you know the Varsity Blondes to little no consequence. Like he was barely a heel, so I guess he was just you know. He, he uh, wore all, he false... wore all he wore all black and had flames coming he... out of the ground. He was heel. That's the heel baby. Once you wear all he black, was... yeah. Uh, but I feel you know he was trying to give Christian a false sense of security. I feel like why me? <laughs> okay, how I would have done this? Putting my rewriters uh, t-shirt okay. on. Go ahead. You don't. You have Luchasaurus in the ring with Christian and then when he tries to run away Luchasaurus stops him yeah cause hey man Christian he a fast motherfucker man but he was moving he was moving <laughs> he was fucking moving bro before the camera could moving. cut he was halfway up that uh that stadium but I, uh not stadium but like that building I think that building was very small but it is what it is but that boy was looking it. <laughs> yeah, it was probably as big as the James L. Knight. I, th- I, think, uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was like it's like a five thousand um, seat arena. Shout out to Russell Ticks on Twitter. I do be checking that out just to see what's going on. It is what it is, man. Um, but no, uh, the segment was whatever. Is it a swerve to swerve? Is it to throw us off? Is it to do this and that? I don't care. That's the big thing about it. I don't <laughs> care. So they could kind of pull whatever shenanigans that they wanted to do here. But ultimately, I don't care. I think I would have preferred if, if Luchasaurus stayed with Christian and with just his heavy, his Tomco, I as mean, you said. I, would, I think I would have yeah, preferred that more. I don't want to see Jungle Luchasaurus. I want Jungle to be on a Jungle Boy to be on his own. If he's gonna be a pillar, exactly. whatever the fuck, let's let's get it. Let's let's see what he can do I, on his own. Nobody to tag think, him to. Do your own thing. It's time. Cause, hey man, if you're if you're in the Discord, you can join the Discord. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash the HONRC. Like I said, man, AEW will always go with the worst decision, bro. Cause. <laughs> You had Luchasaurus do this when you really could have had that emotional match with Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. You could have had a very like story-driven match with those two. But what did they do? They do this. I'm gonna give it a week. I want to see what happens next week. Maybe, maybe this is all uh, for false security for Jungle Boy so they can get close to him and then beat him up. I don't know. I'm going to give it a week. I'm going to give it a week. Give it the week. I think that I I know Tony Khan already. No, <laughs> no, knowing, Tony, knowing Tony. Knowing Tony. Knowing Tony. No, Knowing Tony, bro. I know exactly how this shit's going to go, and it's not going to go in an entertaining uh, manner. Um, but next, we got our main event. The Bob Wire Everywhere match. And guess what? The barbed wire was not everywhere. It, it was barely a lot of places. covered it the was, ring. It was, a, it was in a lot of places. It wasn't it, everywhere. It, it barely covered the ropes. I feel, yeah. I feel like they had a whole side of the ring 
that had no barbed wire. Yeah, the uh, the hard camera side didn't have any barbed wire on it, if I'm not mistaken. Now, by my by the definition of everywhere, <laughs> it could have just said a barbed wire death match. Why well, had to add to everywhere if you're not gonna add to everywhere? That's it. Uh, this stupid shit like that. But um, <laughs> this match. What did I say about a shark cage match, man? That shit don't be holding nobody. It did not. It did not hold anybody. The shark why, cage was why? there to be broken out of all the time. Why? Why did it said that the uh, the J you know the Jericho Appreciation Society was gonna be in there, but they doesn't have Tay Conti there, who is, and it's that like you know she joined the group at Blood and Guts. They said she with us, man. Yeah. Sammy, I understand because Sammy, yeah, was supposed he to was be supposed, out. like he was that makes be sense. Like, out. That makes sense. But, yeah, t- but Ty Conti being there, that, that did not make sense. Put he the been in the game. cage, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, ooh, I AEW got to stop with the barbed wire because I don't think any match that involves barbed wire is good in AEW. What? what they, how many have they done? They've done what three? They did the death match with uh, Moxley and uh, with, with Moxley and Omega. Omega, and then yeah. they and they had the exploding barbed wire joint with uh, that was Moxley Omega and, Omega. and yeah. Oh, Janela, Janela, and um, Moxley had that. Was it Janela? He had no. one. Of, they were at full gear. Who? What was the one at full gear? They were both with Kenny Omega, bro. Oh, they're both barbed wire. Okay. Yes. All right. Bad. You're right. Um, well, I think one is just a death match, but it involved barbed wire, which is why I'm including it. That's but, why I'm thinking of Moxley. Moxley okay. and Janela did the same thing. That's right. The mm-hmm. first ever dark. Um, poopy. Uh, I don't think this match is uh, particularly any good. I don't think this... Uh, what is it? I don't think this really assisted Eddie Kingston in any regard, like, into, like, his, you know, the way that he works, like, his match style. Like, I don't think he really brought anything new to the table. Jericho, I just felt like he just, you know. I I'll always Jer- like Jer- I always feel like Jericho is just like, nah, this gonna work, man. Trust me. We I'm gonna take these bumps for you and it's gonna put you over yeah, like a motherfucker. Trust I, I, I me. Yeah. It don't work. But it didn't do anything. Yeah, I, I will give Jericho credit. He did take a lot of um mm-hmm. a lot of thumbtack, not thumbtack, I'm sorry, barbed wire spots. Also he went and did the code breaker with the chair with the, the chair and it went directly on his nose. I know that hurt. Oh my god, he had to finish mm-hmm. the match like that. I'm sure he broke it. Um, but yeah, outside of that, this match, yeah, wasn't very memorable for me. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> Where did Eddie Kingston go from here? Because at this point, he's looking like a loser, the biggest oh. loser. <laughs> That nigga was a loser. Uh, I, I, I that, gave him the loser stand way more, but I think we need a uh. Give that shit a fresh coat of paint. Get, get the stamp down and bomb. If this, right if on this, his I, don't, I don't know if this is the end of it or what, but like after all that, I feel like this feud has been going on for what possibly damn near six months at this point. If this is the end of it, man, it, it didn't make no. Eddie King to look any better. This this is definitely not the end of it. I know, but <laughs> I don't think uh, like this is definitely not the end of it. But this is definitely like very smelly, very stinky. Like, uh, what is it? <laughs> WWE, uh, what is it? WWE, uh, what is it? I forget. There was some few where they like, uh, 
I know the end result of it was like a moment and stuff like that, but please bear with me for a little bit. <clears throat> Kofi Kingston, when they was really like fucking him at every turn, mm-hmm. he at least looked good in the shit. And also, like, uh, it was like it, it was like it was literally the the the, uh, the odds stacked against him. You know what I mean? It wasn't like yeah, like purposely done. You know what I mean? It wasn't because he was like but, he looked like a dork out there. He just you know like I like the odds that is being stacked against King <laughs> Eddie Kingston here uh, is just not good. It's just a whole bunch of like individual white dudes just beating them the fuck up and. <laughs> And him getting nothing, yeah, and, no wins out of it. And he's getting his friends involved, and they also are, you know, trying to help him out. And they also look like huge losers in result. And then you're calling for assistance from fucking uh, the combat club. And then they hijack your shit, and then they become successful, you know, in other fronts. And then you still out here drowning. Like, this feud has been in the fucking dirt since... Uh, he was telling um, LAX that like, nah, man, y'all could really be something if y'all let let the dead weight Jericho go. Like y'all could really be something, and they haven't been shit since. They're They've done. been they worse off. They've been worse off being on Kingston's side, like outside of the injury that took place at Blood and Guts, like. They joined with Kingston and got significantly worse. Like they even stopped having matches on the show. Bruh lost yeah. his hair for bruh. Ruby, she was just being herself. She was already Ruby, a loser, but you know Ruby looks Ruby looked like a dweeb hang. right now. She looked like a she looks like a bigger dweeb than she did when she was facing Britt Baker. We we could have a discussion about Ruby Soho's uh AEW career one of these days too. Put that on it's table. trash. What is there? What, what, is there more, <laughs> more, what is more to say? I don't even need to elaborate. It's been garbage. Yeah. <laughs> it really has. It, I don't see how you could defend Ruby Soho, honestly. Or is that uh, like uh, the way she's been booked? Sorry, not to like yeah. blame her. Nah, like, yeah, not her performance. Oh, no, her performance too. Her performance is terrible. <laughs> All her matches are terrible. Not like, terrible. It like, just, it just. Uh, no, they're bad. What? If... She certainly slowed down. I'll say that much. Come on, man. Um, <laughs> but nah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what this does for Eddie Kingston. Like, even at the match, uh, well, the run-in when Takeoffy comes in and she releases everybody from the cage, and they, they just start beating the shit out of Eddie Kingston. I was just like, well, shit's over. <laughs> They're like, there is no way that Eddie Kingston is going to win here. Um, well, for one, they were outnumbered. So that was crazy. Uh, did Moxley come out? He came out, right? Um, he beat up Jake Hager. He was beating up Hager, right? Did Moxley come out? I, I'm sure he did. Yeah, he was. I, I, I saw I saw Wheeler Yuta, but like, you know. I saw I saw Wheeler, I saw Claudio. I don't remember if Moxley was out there, but I'm gonna assume. Oh, Claudio was, was out there. there. I didn't see him. Claudio was out there, correct. Right. Okay. Yeah. Then Moxley probably wasn't too far. Um, yeah, Moxley was there. Jericho hits his, you know, he hits the Judas effect, which has knocked out a lot of motherfuckers. You know, they left him out cold. Yeah. Gets the win. Eddie Kingston instantly gets up. <laughs> Misses his back fist. Looks like a <laughs> fucking goof. Missed the back fist. 
and then you know throws Jericho into the thing. And I was just like, you just got with the like, what the fuck you not? What do you you not? Why the fuck you not selling that shit for? Because because it was nine. It was nine fifty nine. And they said we got we got to get this spotted. Like, like shit was dumb, yo. Like you. Like, why are you no selling Jericho's finisher? I would have preferred if, you know, Jericho didn't use his finisher and it was like a fuck finish of some sort. Like a low blow or some shit. Yeah. Or even like, I want to, yeah, maybe a low blow. I was going to say like a roll up, but I would be kind of annoyed if it was a roll up. I'd rather have been like a low blow or something and then get yeah, like a low blow into a roll up. Yeah, that would have yeah. been fine. Do that. Because yeah. Eddie Kingston bounced back. Miss this fucking uh thing. You gonna see it on AEW, Rogers. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> he did throw Jericho that. to the thing, and then Eddie Kingston is not even standing tall. He's sitting on the uh, the ringside apron, pouting like a baby. Yeah, it was it was really. Weird. I feel Jer- like it- stop letting Jericho run the jug on you, bro. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I feel like. They might have missed either they missed the, either they they forgot to do the spot during the match and they were like oh we got we got to make sure we do the spot or yeah they were they were running late it was probably nine fifty nine they were like get up throw Jericho through the thing to you know and I feel like even the crowd was like it didn't really care anymore because it was already post match like Kingston already lost like, everything was already deflated like this, this wasn't like a feel good moment for Kingston you know what I mean like yeah it's not because <laughs> you lost. He he didn't get his heat back, or like he didn't he wasn't standing. Well, uh, if he was the heel, it would have been like getting his heat back or like whatever. But like yeah. Eddie Kingston wasn't standing tall. He was just at the ring apron with his hands on his hips, pounding like a baby. Yeah, he got his doo-doo face on. He let Jer- he let Jericho run the jug on him again. What is this feud, bruh? Then like you you know the 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 you know the authentic real nigga like shit that they got uh, Eddie Kingston doing like I'm not fooled by this bro this is definitely uh this man is a fool I'm not I'm not uh when Eddie Kingston wins the big one it's not gonna matter because it ain't for the title or no shit it's Jericho title is Jericho yeah there there is no trophy to have is you know when he finally beats him is i beat jericho yeah you know like how far is that really gonna get you i don't know fandango beat jericho (laughs) thank you for bringing it home man (laughs) Um, let's get into these quick hits we got uh hip-hop mogul uh Swerve and uh, Keith Lee, they have a little celebration. Kevin Gates is there. Um, what is it? Smart Mark Sterling and Tony Nese come and play their part in the comedy uh, for that segment. Um, Kevin Gates got a good uh, little work punch on him. I was going to say that. that. He had a, that was a pretty good punch. That's it. I go hold you. That was a pretty, I go that was a pretty, good, that was a pretty good punch. That was a pretty good punch. I don't know why um, he was there. We're in Duluth, Georgia. Did we discuss this already? That shit sound like the middle of uh, fucking nowhere. <laughs> that shit don't sound like a major city I ever heard of. That shit don't sound like nowhere near Atlanta. They they kept saying Atlanta on on the fucking uh, mic. Because they kept they kept saying Atlanta, but that's like when they say like Miami, but they're in Broward. So uh, yeah. that's from my Miami okay. folks. 
Um, I'm going to. I'm looking at a Google Maps right now. It looks kind of far, dog. <laughs> it, it's like uh, that's like that's like, that's when that's like when ROH comes to Miami. Yeah. Uh, Vin, no venues be real honest with it's in Fort Lauderdale. Though that's when they really mean we're not in Miami, bro. Um, but nah, whatever. Uh, it was a. I wouldn't say it's the best segment, but uh, I laughed when Kevin Gates uh, punched bro. I laugh. I laughed when I saw Kevin Gates there because he just had like a. He had like a mimosa glass in hand. <laughs> yeah, he had a little glass. He's celebrating. Wait, where the fuck you get that from? <laughs> he did it. He was celebrating. What, what what wrestling what wrestling show got uh got mimosa at the fucking uh at the concession stand? It was it was no with that they had that mimosas and cake at the table. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. shout out to um Kevin Gates having a good little press run for his album. Um, he was on the Carisha Please. Did you see the highlights from the Carisha Please podcast? No, nigga. <laughs> I don't listen to Kevin Gates' music, man. The only thing I know about Kevin Gates right now is he said. He does his little thing with his hands on the engine and said, told her, oh, man, so thank you. And he said, speak none of this. And that's it. I don't take so, so, so why? So why did, you, why did you even question his hands in the first place? You knew you should have known he had a working part. <laughs> you see what that man's hands can do. When, when we talk about this segment at the uh, at the end of our year review, speak none of this. Um, <laughs> next, we got. Uh, Ricky Starks uh, versus Cole Carter, aka two dimes. No, uh, two dimes, right? Yeah. It was it was two dimes. Yes. Two dimes. That boy uh, faked his death, uh, got the passport, <laughs> ran off. Right now yeah. he in buttfuck nowhere, yeah. Georgia. He ran, he ran from the mob. <laughs> he ran from the mob and chases. Oh name. yeah, for sure, for sure. Damn, Whoa. that's crazy. When they, when they threw when they threw him off the bridge, his homeboy came in the boat. He caught, he caught mm. him just in time. And then, uh, gave gave him the green duffel bag. He's got everything you need. Couple stacks. <laughs> you good. You good. <laughs> See what you did there. New, with the new passports yeah. and then all that shit. I'm just stealing shit from Resident uh, the Resident Evil shit that was on Netflix. I finished that. Uh, uh, was it good yesterday? Mixed reviews. Uh, okay. I guess we can talk about it on Patreon. Um, honestly, this match means nothing to me. Anything that relates to the FTW title means nothing to me. Stop wasting Ricky Stark's time, bro. This was very much a waste of, of Ricky Stark's time. Um, and then the post-match wasn't any better as he calls out, you know, I'll call it for another open challenge and Dan Housen comes out. For some reason, for some reason, Ricky's okay. t- Ricky Starks can't handle Dan House. Like <laughs> running from Dan House, bro. He said, "Hold, he said, hold on, hold on." I didn't know you were coming out. Like, like Dan House is about to do something. <laughs> whoa, 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 Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. What if Danhausen just won that title? Yeah, you know what? I'm thinking it's, it's not like that title holds any <laughs> prestige anyway. I think I think Danhausen's <laughs> definitely going to win that FTW title. No, I think I definitely think he should have won it just from Ricky Starks right then and there. He will next week. No, I'm 
Quan, you're killing me. But uh, <laughs> he should he should have uh, you know uh, Ricky Stark should have accepted his challenge, won it right there, and then you know Taz and then all of them are just oh 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 my god or whatever and all that other bullshit and you know they have some goofy stuff because for some reason Dan Housen will get on a. Uh, gets like kind of featured on AEW, you know, social media, uh, you know, other side content that they have more than them or at least yeah. in a, uh, you know, in a different capacity. Uh, also, it's the FTW title. Fuck it. Do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's not like, uh, it's not like holding that title for a really long time is going to, you know, <laughs> do anything for your career. I mean, I feel like Ricky's had it for like what, like a year now. Yeah, who cares? Oh, could have vacated at some point, but whatever. <laughs> um, FTR, uh, FTR have a promo. Um, a damn good one. That's all. Yeah, Dex. That, that Dex guy's not too bad on the mic. I'll give him that. Nice little, nice little story. Nice little heartwarming story. Um, he de- he de- he definitely tells a story like an eighty niggas, uh, the eighty niggas do. I was half expecting the Briscoes to come out. I'm actually, I, I was like, I'm, a, I'm assuming we're doing this for the Briscoes to come out. They just didn't come out. I was, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Are they like banned from oh. TV? <laughs> are are oh, they allowed? Yeah, absolutely. Is that what yeah, that is? Was that true about like the, the, they wouldn't let them on? That's weird. I feel like. What do you mean, bro? No, I'm, I'm saying like, I'm sure somebody on that roster also says some wild shit is still on TV. You know what I mean? Hey, man. Bruce Sammy's still on, on TV. TV, but you know who you know who else is not on TV? Brian Kendrick. So be careful what you say, bro. Yeah, yeah. Shit, maybe, maybe Sammy shouldn't be on TV. Never thought he about shouldn't that. Be. He shouldn't be on TV. <laughs> I would love. Of, I would love if Sammy of, wasn't on TV. Instead of allowing every motherfucker that says something crazy on TV because Sammy's <laughs> on there, how about we just get Sammy to fuck about it? <laughs> I'm with you. I'm I'm riding with you. Um. But yeah, FTR cuts a promo. They're going to be doing something for ROH, and then that's whatever. Um, Athena, Willow, Nightingale, Jay Cargill versus Jay Cargill and Kira Hogan. Um, Jermaine Dupree makes an appearance. I don't know what to think about that, honestly. How'd they get Jermaine Dupree to Duluth, Georgia? Um, he, he must got a crib out there. He probably got a crib out there in the woods. I know. I know when he had his chauffeur drive him there and he saw a little bit too many trees, he was just like, where the <laughs> hell is we going? <laughs> you said this was in Atlanta, man. Um, Shout out to Jermaine Dupree. Like, yeah, that's cool. Oh, Whatever. Yeah. I, wish, I wish he got to say some things on the mic, though. He um, looked like, he, low-key, he looked like he was kind of confused. Like, what, what's going oh, on? absolutely. <laughs> and look on his face, even though he had the glasses on. That nigga like, saw them empty seats and said, "What the fuck going on here? This ain't WWE." Um, man, it is. I wonder, it is. does he like? I wonder if he like knows Jade or something. He must know Jade or Hogan or somebody. They just paid they him. just made the call. Say, you want to make an appearance? Who, but who, like, would, who? But who would think that they're called Jermaine Dupri? I know, like he's big in Atlanta, but like, <laughs> let's see what Jermaine Dupri is doing. Hathaway, nigga. <laughs> he might have called Jermaine Dupri. You know, he might have hit DM with uh, Jermaine. You know, he might be right. <laughs> um, yeah. Also. Shout out to um Willow Nightingale. I would like to give Willow Nightingale a big hug. And tell what her are you I congratulating her for? 
I'm just saying I like her. What, is it, what does what that mean? first sentence have to do with the later half of it? I just <laughs> wanted to, I just want to let you know the world know how that I like. I think she looks like congratulations. Really I'd like to give you a hug. <laughs> she's really good hugs. I don't know. I feel like she gives a really good hug. Hey man, Willow Nightingale, if you're hearing this, man, uh, give my man a hug. He lives in. Yeah, uh, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm 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 gonna wear my hug at nigga right now. <laughs> oh, for sure. And I'm I'm. I'm, I'm Let's. Uh, I'm gonna help you out, bro. This is on public uh, record. Where am I hugging? Um, but yeah, uh, the match. I think uh, it was okay. I don't got much. Yeah, it was actually it was actually it was a decent match. It was a decent match. Um, yeah, I'm I, confused why Chris Statlander wasn't in that spot and Neil Willow Nightingale was. Not to disrespect her, but I'm just saying, like you know, I think the two bigger stars. In that I team. don't think she. I don't think. Statlander is medically clear. I think she might be hurt. I think. I put. I'm but they were going to put it. But they were going to put her in this match before uh, Layla Gray got hurt. Yeah. So I don't. I'm not really sure. But... Layla Gray. Uh, Layla Gray is the reason why this match got turned into a regular tag match. So was it? A, was it a six woman? Is that what it was? Yeah, it was going to be. A oh, six-woman. okay. Maybe something happened on Dark or something. I have no idea. That's the only time we really see Willow Nightingale. So and maybe it's some uh, <laughs> darker than I have no idea. I didn't know um, that. Okay. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, that is it for AEW. Um, hopefully they have an entertaining show next week. What is it? I think they do a fight for the fall next week. Correct for the animals. Uh, not for the shootings. Nah, for the that's what fight for the fallen was for originally, right? It was for well, like that, gun violence well, and shit, right? Well, now it's for the animals. Nigga, fuck the animals, man. Wow. That's crazy. Black people getting shot out here. Now we going into the animals? What? <laughs> That's how crazy, get, bro. How did we get here? Holy shit. Because cause before, this shit was for people that, uh, you know, that lives were lost uh, due to gun violence. Now, you know. For animal awareness. It's shark we doing week, this bro. shit for animals? It's Come shark on, week. This is cross promotion. Fuck animals, man. Um, it is what it is. Um, let's get into NXT 2.0. Guys, I won't waste any time. I'll get right to the point. Why did Tony D'Angelo and crew attack because you tonight? It doesn't matter why. Tony D, you can get it anywhere, anytime. We slam bodies on the mat. We'll put you on asphalt. We'll put you through concrete. I'm telling you and your crew right now, it's on site. They jumped us and already back on our feet. Diamond Mine is a family. They jump one of us, they're jumping all of us! That's what I'm talking about, Big Brute! And Tony D believes he has the strongest family in NXT. Hey, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Listen, Tony, first things first, take off that stupid hat and then take a good look. This is the strongest family in NXT and I'll put the four of us up against anyone in this world. I'm not done. Bring that camera here. Bring that camera here. Hey, Tony! You get two choices now. One, you accept the challenge, we beat your ass. Or two, you reject the offer, we hunt you down, and we beat your ass. That's it. Your choice. I have misplaced my cellular device. I don't know where it went. But, um, excuse me. NXT 2.0, man. Um, we got Cameron Grimes versus J.D. McDonough. I'm not going to cap you down. I missed most of this match. <laughs> um, I was cleaning my room. I was cleaning my room and I lost track of time. This match, it was a good match. 
I'll say that much. Um, it definitely it felt very black and goldish. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, style wise, I don't remember much that happened. I remember it being a good match in Madonna against the Madonna McDonough. Gets the, the win. We will see. We'll see more from him later on in the show. But yeah, Grimes, uh, Joe Gacy, looking on, um, not pleased with what he saw. So it looks like we're leading towards Cameron Grimes versus Joe Gacy, which you know, no thank you. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. I guess we got JC got to do Joe Gacy got to do something. Um. So yeah, that's kind of where we're at. That's kind of where we're at with this. I. I'm not interested. I'll be honest, but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. McDonough clearly um, going going forward with with Braun Breaker as the next feud. So we got two two probably two of the major feuds for the men going on right there. Thoughts? Uh, <laughs> no, no, really. Um, I don't even like. I don't know when the next takeover. Where is the next takeover? When niggas getting called up? That's a better question. I'm not, but, I'm not um, asking that question anymore. When's the, uh, the next I don't, takeover? I, I don't think they've announced anything. Um, they should do it. Hopefully somebody should, says something. They should do a UK one. That'd be fire. For what? I ain't going to the UK. <laughs> <laughs> they should. They should have like. Uh, they should have a little special show. I agree. Yeah. Why not? Um, hey, when's uh, I'm asking the group chat right now? Hey, when's the next takeover? I don't. I don't believe they've announced anything. As far as takeovers go, I'm shocked. Shocked they didn't do one this weekend. I am honestly. I mm-hmm. figured they would. Uh, honestly, it probably would have been too soon. With uh, they, they, you know, they could have moved American Bash. They they could have moved Great American Bash up. Nigga, how are you doing, Great American Bash? It don't have to be Fourth of July. How are you doing it past Fourth of July, bro? How you doing it past Fourth of July? They've bro? had Great American Bashes after Fourth of July. Not in the NXT verse, bro. Come on now. Not in the oh NXT iteration. Whatever. Call something the different. Have, when the fuck you going to do a Great American Bash on goddamn the week after? They had one. Oh, and the, one in 80, and the one in 89 was, was on July 23rd. Just for the record, we'll put that out there. <laughs> um, but no. Nah, um, that's cool. I guess we're... I don't know. I feel like we, we need another takeover soon. I, th- I feel like we should be, you know, kind of gearing towards, the, you know, the takeover now, like uh, with all of our big blow offs and stuff like that. But next we have the core Jade promo, the discourse to come from it. But um, what do you think about the, the core Jade promo? Um, slow down. Slow down. Yeah, I think I think um, I think maybe the crowd was starting to get her a little rattled. So she's like, let me just get through this. Yeah, I, I uh, just calm down, relax. Uh, yeah. she 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 talking like me when I used to like first do the podcast, where I was just like talking really fast just to get the thought out. Um, just relax, take take it slow, milk milk the crowd, man. That's what that's what that's what y'all shorties need to learn from Mandy, man. Y'all need to learn how to milk that crowd, man. Uh, Von Von Wagner doesn't. Uh, well, he does it sometimes. He doesn't he doesn't do it well enough for me, but uh. Milk that crowd, man. Uh, but that's it. That's all I have to really say about the, that, uh, the promo. I believe it, that might be her first promo, like in front of the crowd, isn't it? I think everything she's done before has kind of been, in, yeah, like been she backstage. Did, she does. You know what? She doesn't do a lot of promos in front of the crowd. So, um, 
I guess it uh what is it? She cut a little promo in her little natty feud. That's true. That's fair. She did do that. I don't remember how that one went, but um <laughs> it wasn't that great, but <laughs> you know. You know, she would take it slow. She would take it slow during that promo where she would like say things or like, you know, say something that would make you go on and she would like let that breathe so like people can like, you know, react to what she just said, but like she wasn't doing that here. Uh I feel like that's mainly because they were probably already booing her, but you yeah. can still milk them. Uh, just take it slow. Just take it slow. Um, when she says, man, fuck this title and dump that shit in the trash, I say, yeah, niggas not going to like that. <laughs> we, you know what? I didn't want to assume that was going to happen. The discourse was going to happen. But of course, the discourse this is, happened. This is, this is what they think of <laughs> Sasha Banks and Naomi. Well, no, what they said was, this is what they think of Sasha Banks. To be fair, the person who tweeted that had a Sasha Banks Abby. (laughs) So I'm going to give him that. However, I did see a lot of tweets talking about how, oh, see how they care about the tag division, the women's tag team wrestling. Sasha Banks was right, this and that. Mind you, I said this on Twitter. Sasha Banks hasn't said anything about anything, number one. Number two, Y'all act like this is the first time you ever see a, uh, a championship get thrown into the trash can. This is the one of the most oldest wrestling tropes that's been going on since the 90s. Brian Danielson literally did this with the, with the WWE championship just a few years ago. <laughs> N- niggas wasn't going, oh my God, you fucking disrespected Petey Pablo or something, nigga. <laughs> Petey Pablo? <laughs> Who's Petey, Petey, Petey old, Pablo? Some old, some, old, some old wrestling nigga, I don't know. Buddy uh, Rogers. <laughs> yeah. Nikolai Volkov. Nigga, 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 disrespecting Bob Backlund. Shut the fuck up, nigga. Um, yeah, so you remember it, when it, Bob Backlund came out and he was with Darren Young? <laughs> yeah, he was with Darren Young. Huh? Such a long time. That was. Uh, remember, you know, remember, uh, remember, homeboy, that Abraham Washington. No. You were primetime players. Oh my, yo. Oh, did you never? Before oh my, my time. god. So right, so when Darren Young and Titus were still a tag team called um, primetime you know, prime players. players. Right. Um. There's a dude at Abraham Washington who used to be in the um, ECW, I believe, um, before it ended. And he ended up being their manager. So he had a gimmick where, like, he would have, like, a headset on and he would, like, commentate the match for the live crowd. And he mm-hmm. said the wildest, wildest Cody um, of Kobe Bryant joke about, um, <laughs> like, the worst thing you could think the of about eight. Kobe Bryant. No, nah, Kobe like, number eight. Yeah, what Kobe number eight was doing. You know, mm-hmm. got accused of doing. He made a wild ass joke on live TV. We ain't never see that dude again after that. That shit was. Cr- I was like, I was like, I can't believe he said that. I don't and remember. He was exactly. gone. He was gone. I don't know why I just thought about that. But that's really funny. But um, what were we uh, talking about? Just talking about random. Oh, the shit. Cha- the cha- um, the cha- the cha- yeah. yeah, I don't what give a shit about them belts, man. Guys, guys, it's this is fake, guys. Um, <laughs> this is real. I, I, yeah, honestly, uh, it's for a storyline. Obviously, is not to take like snubs at you know stuff like that like um like yes you can draw that comparison and yeah it will vaguely make sense but that does not mean that's what like that her putting that title in that trash can was not subtext it'd be like fuck fuck Sasha nigga or just fuck tag team wrestling in general you know what I mean it would just like hey I don't fuck with Roxanne I don't want this championship this means nothing to me that's all I mean. That's yeah. literally all it was. It didn't doesn't it not some like deeper meaning of saying WWE doesn't care about women's tag teams. I mean, even if they don't care about women's tag teams, I'm sure that wasn't in their thought process when they fucking say, Oh, let's throw the belt in the trash. <laughs> it would just make sense. 
this is just a push to feed. This is the push to feud alone. And uh, I think Chris Novak, he brought brought up a great point where uh, Chris Novak brought up a great point, and that point was echoed on our interview that we will be talking about on our sign-off. Um, uh, shout out to uh, SE Scoops, where it was just like, we could have just been like, oh, man, fuck Cora. Like, that's that was some real dickhead shit that she just did, like, throwing yeah. the tra- title in the trash and all that. But... Instead, it became, oh, my God, WWE is so fucking evil. Ugh. And it was just like, why can't just the heel heat go to the heel anymore? It doesn't. Like, like I've said a gajillion times, nobody wants to be a fan. People want to be insiders and think they know everything that's going on in the back. Instead of just enjoying the show and enjoying the story being told. Like, yeah, just enjoy the story being told. Like, yes, like, I, I'm even guilty of doing it because I was like reading some manga and I was just like, hey, like, you know, like the subtext or like the undertones of this, like, looks really nasty. Because like, yeah. if you replace this word with that word, this becomes yeah. a very icky sentence. But you can't do that with this. Especially when it's such an old wrestling trope. You know what I mean? It's like, this is not like it's a, some new new thing that they thought of post, you know, whatever happened with Sasha yeah. and Naomi. This is like, People have been doing this since the 90s. This is not new. Uh, last thing I'll say about this, man, is shout out to Alondra Blaze, man. That's it. Alondra <laughs> Blaze, man. The, if she said innovator. something very crazy in the past, like, 30 days about any political social thing, <laughs> I did not know, bro. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure she's, you know, I mean, whatever she's on, but I don't think she's anything wild. I'm sorry. That's that. that <laughs> It wasn't a real shout out. It was not a real cosign. I'm just talking about when she dumped the, uh, the WWF belt in uh, WCW, trying to cover my ass here. Um, next, we get Pretty Deadly versus Briggs and Jensen for the NXT UK titles. Um, I like Pretty Deadly a lot. You know, can't say anything more positive about them besides, like, you know, I would love to see what they can do on the main roster or, uh, you know, literally doing anything else besides wrestling these two um the rednecks i like what they got going on like with uh fallon henley and you know uh they kind of have a new wrinkle to their gimmick i don't i definitely don't i don't want them off my tv as much as i did when i first saw them yeah they're growing on me a little bit i wouldn't say they're growing on me but uh i could tolerate them but like they're not really doing anything interesting at this point. Like now it it's past the, all right, you know, I don't want to like bite my phone when I see you on it. Um, yeah. It's like, can you do something cool? Um, which they kind of just don't. Uh, all I can really say about them is that I thought Jensen's uh, cow boots, like he has like cow prints on his cow boots. was pretty cool. Hard. <laughs> I was actually pretty deadly. Pretty outfit. deadly was coming. In, they they came in the fly. Cowboys, they were some JoJo Cowboys, bro. And look, I, I have critiqued their looks since they come to the states. I feel like the looks haven't been that great. This was their first good look in a long time. They, no, they was they was coming with the extra like uh, extra saucy, very kind of swagless a little bit. Um, fits at first, but tunics. they were like tunics. Like this. Yeah, she was kind of trash, but I, I I thought they looked cool uh, with their outfits today. But um, honestly, I was hoping that they won it. Honestly, nah, I think Pretty Deadly's moved past that. Um, 
Um, I mean, the NFC UK title. I honestly think. I honestly think. I think pretty deadly probably going to get called up sooner than later. Those guys are prime for main roster. I don't see. I would love that. I truly would. I would love to see them. (laughs) I think. I think I would be very much okay if they were like uh, no longer on NXT. Um, But moving on, we have the twenty woman battle royale. We have a lot of women uh, on this uh, <laughs> in here. They were cutting venues, uh, vignettes. Sorry, uh, throughout the night, everybody got a couple bars off. Um, I would say I think. <laughs> um, I think I will say that uh, Nikita Lyons probably had like my least favorite one um, of those uh, promos that was going on throughout the night. I really like before they started the battle royale. Mackenzie was uh, asking, was asking Mandy, so who do you think was gonna win? And then Mandy said uh, Tatum Paxley, and then <laughs> she tried to interview more questions. She's like, "Bitch, get the fuck out! Just guess, nigga. Fuck out! Like, pick a random bitch. There's a whole bunch of holes in there." I was, like, I thought that was fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, to the battle royale itself. Um, I think we kind of called it that, like, you know, um, it was going to be Nikita Lyons unless Zoe Stark, like, comes out. Um, yeah. Or or unless, like, a big return, like, comes through. Um, yeah. I think we kind of called it with a lot of things, like, Alba Fire and Last Legend, they were most likely just going to get themselves eliminated so they could fight a little bit more. Um, Winnie Chu and whoever the fuck that she's, like, beefing with currently. Uh, Tiffany, I guess, I but Tiffany, shot yeah. the, but Tiffany, um, we'll, look, man. We'll, we'll, oh, go, go we'll ahead. Go, get go, there, ahead we'll go get ahead. there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Go ahead. Because once again, we will, we, 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 I see, we see it, man. We see division. Um, mm-hmm. Tatum Paxley and, you know, uh, Casey Square and, uh, you know, everybody that is already currently in a feud with somebody, you know, they got like, they got eliminated due to their feud with them. Uh, yeah which is like something that we were going to call always. I think a little bit of the stinkers on this, uh, in this um, Battle Royale would be like Indy Hartwell and Kiana James. <laughs> um, I don't really think they added anything to it. Um, and on, I think that, I think Indy fucking bossed her spot. Like she didn't even get a fight with Tiffany on the apron. Or like have a struggle with uh with Tiffany on the apron, she just fucking fell. <laughs> I'm not sure. I didn't even. I don't remember Indy in the match. Honestly, I don't remember anything she did. Okay. Uh, I'm wor- I'm worried. I'm worried about our queen, man. Um. Yeah. To the VIPs. Um. Oh, Cora J was in it. Uh, at the start, and everybody was like really mad at her, and I was just like, "All right, <laughs> why, why are y'all? Yeah, why, why are y'all all mad? Like, yeah, why? Word. Like, y'all follow, y'all follow Roxanne like that? <laughs> yeah, that was really weird. I, I just, they gave her the uh, Muhammad Hassan spot from the 2005 Royal Rumble. Yeah, everybody <laughs> tossed that guy. Oh yeah, he wasn't that deep. Did, did she say something in her promo <laughs> before the show that just like got everybody riled the fuck up? Like, yeah. was, like everybody was gonna beat your ass. <laughs> I, I understand what they were trying to do, but that was pretty silly. Like, you, the, why would the heels be mad at Cora? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they took out, mm-hmm. they took out one of her, uh, one of their ops. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I thought that was yeah. funny, but yeah, like 
<laughs> whatever. Uh, it's all, all good and fine. Um, to our... Do you want to do the final four or you want to do MVPs? I'm the final four. So we have uh, final four with our with an asterisk. Um, yeah. So we got Nikita Lyons, Tiana James, which I was just like, huh? Um, <laughs> Tiffany Stratton and Zoe Stark in our final four um, here. So we get Nikita Lyons uh, eliminating uh, Kiana James, which I thought was cool. Then we get Tiffany Stratton eliminating Nikita Lyons, and I said, the GOAT! The GOAT! The GOAT! Well, I, I, I knew Nikita wasn't winning. When, when, they, when, they let her, when they let her go off like that and take out like seven seven girls at once, I said, yeah, she's not winning this. They gave her the cane, the cane yeah, spot, bro. they gave her the cane spot. <laughs> Damn, that's what she's been relegated to, bro. Um, hey, that's not a bad spot for a battle royal. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, and then we got Zoe Stark eliminating Tiffany Stratton uh, to seemingly win the battle royale. And then Cora J comes out trying to do a little sneaky sneak and then get it looks like a fucking jackass and <laughs> gets eliminated. I, I saw that. people mad at that and I was just like, Y'all get mad when heels win, but then when the baby face win, y'all get mad. Yeah. Also, there's no. I don't I think Corey. Zoe... Yeah, Corey doesn't need to be in the in the in the titles match anyway. She got her against own the heel, on. Mandy Rose. Like, come yeah, on, she already lost to Mandy. Um, I was just like, you guys really wanted to heal. If Zoe Stark. If Core J would eliminate Zoe Stark, you would have been mad that a heel won, and then the heel is going to be facing Mandy Rose. You would have been mad that they brought back Zoe Stark and then win on her return. Like, there is it. Come on, man. <laughs> can y'all can y'all be happy ever? But um, oh, that was fine. Um, Definitely. MVPs here has to be Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany Stratton, man. Um, we we, we can't s- sing any higher praises. We do this every week with her. She is she's the real deal. I know y'all like y'all don't like her for whatever reason. And I know when we were singing her high praises at uh Great American like Bash, uh Twitter just doesn't like her for some fucking reason. But um <laughs> you're not Twitter. My, my um, timeline, my timeline loves her. I don't know what your timeline looking like. Hey man, <laughs> they they come into terms with it. They can't hate no more. That's why. Um, when you know, I know when we were singing her praises like a great American bash. I guess people were looking at our phones like we were crazy because we went on a very long rant about how we just feel like that. You know, I feel like she gets it, and she get it. I feel like that time that Nikita Alliance was away, it made a lot of other people shine. And mm-hmm. Tiffany Stratton is definitely the person that like definitely came up during that like period that she was gone in that short time that she was gone. Yeah, she, she and I, I, I always felt like Tiffany Stratton was really good. You know, she may have done like, I think like, uh, what is it? When she was like involved with Waller a little bit, I thought that was like a little hit or miss for me, but 
ultimately her matches with Saray were fucking good. Yeah. No, I'm uh, Yeah, she's she's, clear, she's clearly an athlete, clearly a, an elite level athlete. And I think she, I think she's really all in with the gimmick. And once 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 you once you start believing your you, once you start believing yourself that you you know what <laughs> I mean, that you're that level, that's when you know you kind of reach she's, that kind of Okay, I get it now. You you got to believe in your own gimmick for it to work. I know, you know, I know people might have been like a little like you sure, May? When we were doing like, you know, kind of like Bianca comparisons and stuff like that. Like, I know that Bianca Belair is kind of like a one in a million, like kind of yeah. performer. Like that is something like that is lightning that was captured in a bottle. Um, yep. But I definitely, I truly, I really do feel like Tiffany Stratton could be in that like sort of like range where it's just like you have this very talented individual who is a heel on NXT, but when they go to the main roster or something, they're going to be like a really great baby face or something. Um, I think she's insanely talented. Like in that battle Royale, that's her first battle Royale. Yes. There might've been like some slip ups when, you know, I think she like tried to skin the cat and it didn't work out. Yeah. It didn't didn't work out, but you know, she fucking did whatever with her shoulders and like bounced back and, you know, came back into the thing. Um, What is it? when she was doing the back flip, uh, the back flips to Zoe Stark. And then like mm. Zoe kind of like, didn't really know when to like catch her and do that. Like German, yeah. like that's I think fine. One too many flips. One, one too many flips. She got to get a little closer. Um, it, was, it, it was just like, whatever. But you know, over time she's going to grow. And I, tr- I really do think that's t- Tiffany Stratton is definitely going to be, uh, she's going to be one of them ones for NXT, man. I can't, uh, I would like for her to be women's uh, NXT uh, women's champion, but as a face, I think there is a lot of money in Tiffany Stratton as a face. I'm sorry, I was reading. <laughs> so I Google, I Google Tiffany, <laughs> I Google Tiffany Stratton. And you know how it says like, uh, like when you like go down a couple, so like pe- people also asked that that that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first one is it's not funny, <laughs> but. The first one is, is Tiffany Stratton a guy? What the fuck? <laughs> She's the buff Barbie, bro. Show some fucking respect, yo. Yo, it just Come threw on, me. It just, I just read that and it really just threw me off. I just wanted to see how old she was. <laughs> oh, I mean, shit. I believe she's my age. Probably uh, around like 24, 26 range. She's probably younger, shit. She's 23. She's born May 1st, 99. Damn. Yeah, I'm getting old. We getting old, <laughs> man. Damn. She's what is it? Damn. Shit. I'm almost 30, dog. But, um, my, first, my first car was a 99. Anyway. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but no, nah, Tiffany's right, man. I really think she's, uh, I think she's cool, man. Uh, big fan so far. Um, that is absolutely somebody I want to uh, put some stock in is the NXT as, you know, a success for 2.0. Um, let's get into quick hits. We got Roger Strong versus Damian Kemp in a very funny ass match. Um, <laughs> well, very funny ass post match. Uh, unironically, yeah, the, the match itself was just whatever, but the, the post, <laughs> yeah, the match. The, I, I thought the match was good. Uh, Damian Kemp, fine. you know, another person that is showing us uh, a lot of uh, good stuff. Roger Strong has always been great. Um, yeah, man. Lo- loving Damian Kim right now. But, uh, you know, towards the match ending, 
Tony D'Angelo brother uh, is like, hey, Roddy, trying to distract them. Uh, or like Diamond Mine, and they're beating up the Creed's backstage. Uh, and Damian Kemp is just like, damn, they're beating up our dudes. Roger Stark goes, get your hand in the game, man. And then need the fuck out of him and then <laughs> pinned him. And then went rushing to the Creed's help. And he was just no, like, my friend, like, let's what are you go. doing? Work, come on, man. Damian Kemp is fucking seeing stars being like, oh, man, what the hell? We going to the back, man? <laughs> uh, they finally get to the creeds and they were just like what the hell happened Roger Strong, what, what the, the hell, hell happened, happened? <laughs> <laughs> this is like rush hour levels of funny bro like this shit is fucking <laughs> hilarious bro and then Damien Kemp comes running through and he's just like why are you late <laughs> <laughs> that is not that is natural comedy right there you don't get that on that other show um, it, was, it was really funny. Um, do you think either Roddy is joining the D'Angelo family or did he pay them off to uh, do that? I would, I would, I think paying them off would probably be nah, paying them off doesn't seem plausible, but I like the idea of that more than him joining them. Because I just think that there is like no space for Roddy there. Yeah. Um, um, I'm gonna go with the payoff, or maybe not. Maybe this is this is this will bring Diamond Mine closer together. I don't know. But Julius Creed had a great part. I wish I remember the quote he said because I really liked it. But um, oh, I ha- I have to get a clip of that. Yeah, I forgot what he said, but that was it was it was a great quote. I was like, damn. Obviously, I'm gonna edit it in post, but I need <laughs> I need that quote, bro. That boy was tall. He was spitting on that. He got that dog in him, bro. Um, but next we got uh the dyad revealed the schism reveal um is GYV and they're ugly. <laughs> hey, I don't I don't know who thought. I don't know who told them to cut. Look, I'm all for change. I'm all for wrestling changing their names, changing their gimmicks. Put them beards back on, man. Glue the beard on. You got to get the fake Elias beard. Put that back on. Um, <laughs> my man, Zach Gibson, looking crazy. He looking, first of all, he looked 10 years younger. Um, <laughs> James Drake, he can go without the beard. <laughs> but unfortunately, he looks like Nathan Frazier without the beard. He doesn't um, look like Nathan without the beard. Zach Gibson, you probably you could have kept the beard. You probably could have knocked it down you know, low. Yeah, or got uh, got like, some riffraff joints, some little, little stripes <laughs> on that motherfucker or something. But the whole thing gone, yeah. kind of crazy. I, or if if you're gonna shave your head, grow your. I mean, if you're gonna shave your beard off, grow your hair out. At hey, least, man. at he least gave he gave up, up on the full. hair, bro. He gave he gave up on the hair. Grow it back out. Do whatever. Well, I don't know how it could come out, but because I've never seen Zach Gibson with hair. But um, yeah, no, they, they look great. Do you, do you remember their new names? I think um, I believe Zach Gibson is, is Rip, Rip Fowler. Fallon? Rip Rip Fowler is, is hard. Eh. That's a that, that's a hard body name. I like that one. Rip. Jagger Reed. Jagger Reed is the other name. Uh, we pause the recording just to look it up. That name sucks. But Rip Fowler, <laughs> I think that's uh, I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> I don't think I don't, I don't really think Rip Fowler is that great either. But you know. I've heard worse. Yeah. yeah, we definitely have. Uh, we we watched a match with Cole Carter. Um, 
But uh, yeah, whatever. It is what it is. We'll see how much success they garner in NXT. I mean, if they don't do anything and they just lose, well, you got oh, they're definitely, they're, to they're, some they're, losers. They are definitely <laughs> the um, – the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're the, they're the Gerald Briscoe and Pat Patterson. What's the, the Stooges. Oh. <laughs> Damn. That's going to hurt. But it is what it is, man. Um, J.D. McDonough and Braun Breaker have a little promo. I think that Braun Breaker is a really great promo, and I think his promos are unintentionally hilarious because um, he starts talking back to the recording, and I think that's fucking hilarious. You think that was a recording? I thought that was live. You know, I don't feel like that was live. That wasn't live? I think that was live. <laughs> I didn't feel it. I didn't feel live. Because didn't like McDonough like directly respond to him? Unless they were like on a full-on script, then I guess so. But <laughs> that boy was on a script. Okay. Um I feel like there was on the script. If it was live, saw, then whatever. But I felt like I saw was, like, I saw people complaining about like Braun's responses and how it made him look dumb. But like, yo, he's a Steiner. That's how Steiners talk. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not like were they expecting something like crazy. Yeah, that, that's, you know that's crazy that they're being like, oh man, he sounds kind of stupid. But they wanted him to be they want him to be fucking Scott Steiner all the goddamn time. Yeah, if you want Steiner, you gonna get Steiner. That's what I'm Steiner does. He gonna take a shut up. I'm gonna punch you in your face. Motherfuckers don't want to be happy, bro. They wanted him. They wanted him to fucking quote Steiner math. Come out here barking and all that other shit, which is like it's in his entrance. But you know, they wanted him to be Scott Steiner, even though he's Rick Steiner's son. And then when he started saying some dumb shit like the Steiners do, no oh, man, don't do that. It wasn't. It wasn't even dumb shit. It was just like, you shut up, I'm gonna punch you in your face. Like you know, the, the regular Steiner yeah. stuff. Like how uh, how any of them would have said it. So I thought it was fine for what you know what Braun Breaker is. Um, JD was kind see, of just talking. I, I was like, okay, what I are we see, talking uh, about? Bro? Yeah. I, I, I see what makes the motherfuckers clap, man. Um, but yeah, McDonough, he was just he was talking like a James Bond villain. He, he, he was talking like uh he was talking like Mr. Robot. Uh yeah, he was just saying shit. I wasn't really paying attention. Um I, I kind of just tuned it out. Yeah, that was that um, <laughs> when he pulled up a diagram, I was like, okay, now what are we doing? Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? When, when, when Braun Breaker said, you know, if you ain't got no balls, pull them from the mannequin, I said, <laughs> all right, bruh, I think I'm going to tune out, bruh. Because why the fuck was that mannequin there? <laughs> what are we um, doing? We got Von Wagner beating the shit out of the self-proclaimed street champ, um, mm-hmm. Solo Sokoa. In front of Roman. In front, in front of Roman. Unbelievable. Wagner pulled pulled up on this motherfucker, banged him, beat his ass. I said, "Come on, now!" Whole you family the there. Champ. Your you whole family whole was right advantage. there. Hey, I put. I'm saying, for, I I just imagine I just imagine like Von Wagner hiding in that corner until <laughs> the whole the whole episode of SmackDown <laughs> until Solo showed up. <laughs> <laughs> His big, his big ass hiding behind a fucking tree like Shaq, a fucking bang on this nigga. Are you serious, man? That's not the street champ to me, man. You ain't fight dirty. You ain't put you ain't street shit. You ain't pull up no gravel and fucking throw that at that nigga, man. Um, but nah, it's whatever. Uh, hopefully they have a really uh they have a really good match soon, and they uh, I feel like it might be another false count anywhere. I'm I'm hoping for fight pit. I really am. I'm hoping for fight pit. 
I don't know. I, I I'm still a, I'm a Von Wagner Von Wagner believer. I think I I I, I can kind of see it. I can kind of see where what they see. We just got he just got to figure it out. He's almost he's almost there. I, I see it. I see what they see. I what is it? I think like a few months ago I said uh, shit. I, I said it at the, uh, I think at the top of the year. Um, it's coming together. Like it really is. Like it I is. might not find the Rob Stone stuff. The uh, What's the what's the what's her name? She always wear like a green dress or like that's what that's the I don't, I don't I don't know Blonde her. Name. Girl. I, yeah, I don't know what her name is. Crawler? Crawler? I don't Sophia know. Sophia Crawler? Crow Crowell? Sure. Um sorry, I'm blanking out. I'm draining. I've been up for more than 12 hours. But um nah man, I don't I don't uh I don't see it with them, but I do see it with Val Wagner. Promo Sophia wise Crom- Sophia Cromwell. Was very close. Um, promos are kind of like you know, he's he's a lot more confident cutting these heel promos. Um, in the ring, he looks less lost, like it's very fluid, like he knows like what movements he's gonna do next uh, with his opponent. Like the prior, like I'm seeing the practice, I'm seeing the working. Um, yeah, I I just need somebody else writing for him, or you know, writing what he do. I'm, I'm telling you right now, these NXT UK excursions, they've worked for everybody. Everybody that's gone in that excursion mm-hmm. has gotten better. Every single one. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. I wouldn't know what they're doing in that PC over there. What are they showing them over there? They're not showing them over in the States. <laughs> Just they they watching World of Sport on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> they, they got the best of Johnny Saint on repeat. Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> to, to... Tiffany Strand, if you're bored or you know you want to go, uh, if you want to come to the UK with uh, me, um, the, come over to okay, the, uh, okay, okay. Uh, let's, let's see what they do uh, in the uh, okay. UK. I'm sure Tiffany will get sent over there at some point. I, I think she could do some really cool stuff with like, uh, what is it, Isla, uh, Isla Dawn, who is something I, uh, somebody I turned around on. I think she's like doing really. Usually, I'm not a big fan of the spooky thing, but. She's doing it really well, which is like I weird. don't know. You know what they're doing with the other Dawn though? I don't like. They're turning in. They're turning her into crazy girl. I don't want crazy uh, girl. That's unfortunate. They're, they're doing it, and I, I really don't want. That. I think I think it's a lot better than what she was doing before, which was like I don't even know. She was just the very witch, bland. The, the witchcraft stuff. No, not the witchcraft. Or just like when she was like a baby face, like she wasn't really like doing anything. She was barely on the oh, show she, when she was when she was a jobber. Yeah, when she was jobbing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. But she you know, she could do some cool uh she could do some cool shit with like Nina Samuels, uh McKinley McKenzie um uh McKinley McKenzie, even though Amelia McKenzie, what did they change? Amelia Amelia Amel- Amel- McKenzie. It's Millie McKenzie before now it's Amelia McKenzie. <laughs> they barely tried. Um yeah, she could do some cool stuff with her. Um yeah, that's all I had to say about that. Um, Axiom versus Dante Chen. Uh, Axiom, Axiom. My phone, my phone. I'm sorry. Um, I'm, I'm, I hate, I hate it had to be my dog, Dante Chen, man. <laughs> this is first, it's his first time on, um, NXT in a minute. And yeah, I, he like I came back after he announced that his, uh, he was like gone due to his like father's passing, which I was just like, damn. Um, yeah, he's back since then. They, they, they could have said Google, uh, Google, Google Raj out there, man. Google, Google Raj. Raj out there, man. What? 
I know you you got on me about my hive. So what's up with Dante Chen hive? I don't Dante. Chen, I don't get it. I think uh, when he came back and he was like doing that stuff with Duke Hudson, I thought like he looked really good in there. Um, like uh, when he came out. I think he came out at a really bad time because that's when NXT had like three street fighters. Like we're, we we fight, like we brawlers or whatever. I feel yeah. like he could have he could have still like been in that lane like a little bit. Like um, I didn't think his matches or like uh, the matches he had when when he was like that street fighter were bad. Like I definitely saw something like promising there. And then when he cut that promo, you know, talking about his father and you know shitting on Duke Hudson and all that. When he ran up on Duke Hudson and all that shit. Shit, I I saw something. I saw I saw little sprouts. You feel me playing in the dirt. Um, I think it sucks that he's like taking so much time off every now and then, and that's probably like, you know, cut off something. And you know, I think him being a you know Singapore superstar or like that, uh, you know, the first Filipino dude. Like, I, I think there's like money to be made there. You know, I, uh, money to be made, and I think he's not that. Is he the first Filipino guy they've ever had? That, that's what they announced it as when he came out. They were just like, he's like a super... Uh, is he you know. Filipino? No, we've had uh, no well, Filipino guys. Because they had... um, wasn't Isn't Jake Atlas Filipino? Or am I bugging? I'm going to put Drewski hands to that. But either Filipino or uh, like a wrestler from Singapore. Okay. And I thought that was I thought that was really interesting. That's all. Um, I, think, I think he could do some good work. They just, you know, let him... Just let him do his thing. Like... Uh, Anofe and Bleak Blade. Well, they're great on cook. they're great on level up. I'll give I'll give them that mm-hmm. they're on level up a lot. But um, enough of enough about Dante Chen. What's important is uh, Axiom, who um, made his his re debut, the former A Kid. Um, the entrance was kind of you know, the, <laughs> I'm not really sure how I feel about the entrance. I think <laughs> Cyrus is trying to recreate the the, the entrance. That, that, in real that time. boy, that that boy, moving like when I drink and I have no food in my stomach, boy. That's how I'd be feeling. I, I, they were it like they were trying to recreate. Um, I don't know, did you ever see um Age of Ultron? And at the end, not Age of Ultron. <laughs> it one of the movie, but then they they like they showed Age Wanda, of, they showed Wanda and uh, Pietro at the like the debut of them two at the end end of one of the movies. And then, like PH was like moving around like that inside the little cell. Mm-hmm. That's what it kind of reminded me of. Um, I don't really know what Axiom is about. Is he a superhero? Is he a luchador? It was kind of, I felt like his debut felt kind of like un- think... underwhelming. Underwhelming. Yeah, they, they didn't really like show anything or like really put his like character, uh, quote yeah. unquote, over with that whole thing. Um, honestly, I thought when, you know, when they started showing the comic books and, you know, the, uh, the whole shit, I get that that's like very popular in pop culture. And I feel like, you know, it's very easy to do and, you know, everybody loves superheroes to some sort of extent. I just think that in wrestling, usually that's not really done really well. They tried it with Zia Lee. And then uh, whatever, like kind of, they tried like it the with protector. They tried with Neville. Neville. They tried with Neville ten years ago, and it didn't work out. Um, only time it ever really worked out was Hurricane, and that was like a joke. Yeah. So <laughs> Nikki Ash uh, tried, tried it with Ma- Nikki Ma- Ash, Ma- Ma- Molly Holly. 
uh, when she yeah, does uh, Super Holly, uh, whatever Molly. the. Yeah, Mighty Molly. Sorry, sorry, Come sorry. Come on, now. I don't know. Is she before my time? Fuck you. Come on, um, that's Hurricane and Mighty Molly. What are we doing? Yeah, and then like Nikki Ash, you know, she was like really cool for. Uh, <laughs> she was cool for literally the definition of a little bit. <laughs> um. So yeah, it was kind of just kind of uh, whatever, honestly. Um, we'll see what he does next time. I don't necessarily. Uh, I don't necessarily think that Axiom does anything different, or you know, different or like really separates him from Nathan Frazier or Wesley. Besides, he has a mask. Yeah, they gotta. We, we gotta figure it out. Um... Interesting Wesley's been, long- put- Wesley's been that- longer, so I understand. Uh, Wesley's been longer, so I understand with him like having a more established character. Um, yeah. But Nathan Frazier, he got a lot of shit up, like up front. Yeah, um, we'll see with Axiom. It's it's the first match. It's the first match of his new gimmick. <laughs> it's so funny. We were talking about. I need to change his name. I need to change his name. I didn't know they were going to go full on change his whole gimmick, his whole look, everything. Mm-hmm. I wonder. I gotta imagine wrestling in a mask must be kind of annoying. Also, how do you feel about wearing a mask on your? <laughs> also, he it. I don't know why that outfit doesn't. It doesn't look like he looks like a like a, a Chikara jobber from the mid two thousands. That's what he looks like to me. It's good. I don't know if they, it's just a whack outfit or what, or the mask sucks. It just. I don't know. I'm, I'm not. Um, uh, I'm not one hundred percent sold here. Which I'm not. I'm not in I'm on probably, it. Yet. Yeah, um, I know a kid's great, but you know the whole point of you becoming Axiom was like for character. So um, let's see what happens then. I'm gonna give uh, it time. Yeah. So that about wraps it up for us. You can follow the A Show Network at the A Show RNC. You can subscribe to us at Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the A Show RNC. Um, spot callers will be coming soon. We're going to be reviewing uh, WWE The Bash 2009, uh, me and Justin, OG Johnny Five. Um, we have a lot of stuff in the works. You know, normally I, I can't really tell you. Now I'm in the know. Uh, we have a lot of stuff coming in the works. Uh, we're honestly trying our best to give you the best uh, content. Starting with this big, starting with this mic, man. You feel me? I couldn't get the soundboard to work just yet, but <laughs> you, sound, you sound you sound real crispy. You sound very yeah. nice. I cannot wait to listen to this back. Um, I haven't yeah. heard my own voice with this microphone yet. Um, but yeah, so stay forward to that. People, hopefully, uh, y'all y'all get y'all gonna get a real good look at the shirt soon, man. I can't wait to wear. It. I'm gonna wear it to work tomorrow, um, so I can show my coworker. That I Actually, one person that cares that I have a podcast, I'm gonna show them my merch. <laughs> Actually, uh, shout out to Sandra, man. Mills texted me. Yeah, they made he made sure that he learned me right. What did he say? He said, uh he said, heads up, release date for the shirt was was also announced on the Patreon reveal. Pre-orders begin Friday, July 29th. So Okay. Sorry, I don't uh ne- next week. Next week. I I know this might sound crazy, but I don't ha- like I don't check my Patreon. 
like I checked the Patreon and went to like do uploads and stuff like that, but like I don't uh, like because uh, I'm not subscribed because you have to have an app for Patreon, and I I'm very precious with my phone space, so <laughs> I'm just like you know I subscribe you know uh, what is that I I pay my money and I get my podcast you know do I really need Patreon uh, so. I'm dumb on that front. Sorry, we're not completely tapped in. We need to have him. Uh, I need to see uh, <laughs> you know, a, a show meeting. Not I. Uh, a show I need round to people. Subscribe. I need to subscribe with my personal uh, Patreon so I can get the emails. Um, yeah, shirts shirts are coming, man. Can't wait. Um, if you're a patron and want to know when the shirts are coming. Eight to five dollars, and uh, see what the shirts come in and what they look like. Uh, you might have gotten a sneak peek of what they look like if you follow Armand uh, from uh, the Rewriters Room, uh, Stay uh, Stay Busy Pod, uh, and stuff like that. <sighs> Sorry, we're saying a lot of words here, and we're gonna say a little bit more because I got a lot of uh, I got a lot to get on my chest. Um, <laughs> fuck you. Um, <laughs> I got to get on my chest. Uh, we're talking about our Patreon topic, which will be Resident Evil. But uh, you can follow Quan on Twitter at the Comeback Spot. You can follow me on Twitter, Cyrus on TWR. Um, talking everything about wrestling, you know. Yeah, that's about it. Um, now, let's get into this Patreon segment, man. If you want spoilers or want to avoid spoilers for the new Netflix series. Resident Evil, the one that has Lance Riddick as Albert Wesker. Huh? Lance Riddick, like, 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 uh, Detective, uh, yes, <laughs> Mr. Goddamn McNulty. Yes, he is, uh, okay, as Albert Wesker. If you okay. want to tap in or know if that is worth the watch, please tap into our Patreon content. Um, I'm gonna try to talk, I'm gonna try to talk about it, uh, without spoilers and then i'm gonna try to go into spoilers so see you guys next week if you're not on the patreon hopefully to see you on the patreon very soon peace out